0: The Citizen Petziri is sponsored by the Saka family in loving memory of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka, on his 50th year at site. We've been uh, making our way through the second paragraph of Shema, and there's a fundamental question which we've not yet addressed. The theme, the essence of this second paragraph is the notion of reward and punishment. If we are obedient, if we listen, if we execute, if we practice, if we meet Hashem's expectations of us, it's going to rain, and we're going to eat, we're going to bring in a livelihood, our animals are going to be satisfied and satiated, and the paragraph goes on and on. But The fundamental question that we have yet to address, we'll begin to look at tonight is, what happened to the fact that we don't receive reward in this world? It's true on the one hand, that one of the Rambam's Yud Gimel Ikari Yamuna, one of the Rambam's 13 principles of faith, some recited every day after davening, These are the 13 guiding principles we use. For example, in conversion, we ask conversion candidates, do you believe and subscribe to all all 13? And one of the questions we ask in advance, and even when the candidate is in the mikveh, right before they're about to immerse and emerge a full-fledged Jew, we say, do you believe in do you believe in reward and punishment? We're living in very peculiar times that are trying to erase any notion of accountability or consequences. Just be happy. Do what makes you feel good as long as it doesn't harm anyone. And we have excuses and we explain, we rationalize, we justify, we defend, we blame others. But that's not the Torah way. Torah believes, one of the Rambam's principles, is schar There's reward and punishment. We are accountable and there are consequences. So on the one hand, we believe in schar On the other, the Gemara Kedush and the Lama Testament tells us that schar mitzvah Baha'i al Malekah, the reward for doing mitzvahs you don't reap in this world. And that's somewhat comforting because we look around and empirically we see there are some of the most scrupulous, most virtuous, most righteous people. They are performing and fulfilling mitzvahs in the most sincere and highest levels. And they seem to live a life that is absent and bereft of any blessings. So the Talmud tells us, Chazal says, Shar mitzvah, Baha'i al Malekah don't think that you'll see a corollary don't think that you'll be able to draw a connection between doing mitzvos and everything working out there are bad people who good things happen to and there are phenomenally great people that bad things happen to so then how can we read if we listen to hashem and we meet his expectations of us it's going to rain, there'll be plenty, our animals, our crops, our family, our lives. What happened to there's no reward in this world for doing mitzvos. So the Rambam writes in the 8th paragraph, that in fact, the reward is in the world to come. That is the spiritual domain and mitzvahs are spiritual in nature. So you're right, the reward for performing spiritual mitzvahs is in a world that is kulo spiritual, kulo ruchni, namely in the world to come. So that's the case. What's the promise here? And it's a question the Mefor asked not only in the second paragraph of Shema, they ask it also on parashas bechukosai in b'chukosai teilechu, if you listen, you follow, if you walk in my ways, oh, then you're going to have fertility for you, for your animals, your fields are going to produce, your portfolio is going to go up. You're going to draw an incredible income. Your life's going to be filled with happiness and bliss. But it's not true. Empirically, we don't see it. And number two, philosophically, it's inconsistent with the philosophy, with what we're told at Schar Mitzvah, Baha'i Al-Maleka. The Yabar bin El deals with this question. The Kliyakar deals with this question. Many do. Kliyakar, in fact, sets it up. And the Kliyakar says... People who think that really, there is no world to come. There is no reward. It's all the here and now. And that's why the Torah, and that's why the second paragraph of Shema list and enumerate all these blessings, because this is where it's at. Who knows what there is to come, says the Kliyaka, it's preposterous, it's absurd, it's ridiculous. In fact, he goes on to offer seven answers. We're not going to go through them all. I want to get back to explaining Shema. It's sitter snippets after all, not hashkafa and philosophy. But the Kliyakar lists seven different answers or approaches to this question. And the first one he does is the Rambam. And the Rambam's approach is the following. It says the Rambam, You're right, whether it's in Shema or Parshish, Kosai, when it tells us you'll be healthy, you'll be happy, you'll have livelihood, you'll have income. That's not really the reward for making the right decisions and for living a righteous life. Says the Rambam, the promises of reward in this world, that's not where it's out. The real reward is waiting for us in the world to come. Make the right decisions here, you're going to get the best seat in the world to come. Ah, so what is the Torah telling us? If you listen, I'll make it rain, you'll live happy, you'll live long, you'll live healthy. What the Torah is telling us is, if you make the right decisions, says Hashem, I'm going to help you live a life that you're trying to craft for yourself. So Hashem says, If you listen, you make the right decisions, you live an observant life, a kind life, an honest life, a vigilant, a scrupulous life, then I will remove the impediments to living that life. And what are the impediments? If you have nothing to eat, if you're pretty hungry and you have no food and you don't know how you're going to pay your next bill, you don't know how you can keep the roof over your head, it's kind of hard to concentrate on learning and davening and chesed and staka. So Hashem says, I will eliminate I will remove the impediments and that's the reward in this world. So it's not really the reward. The reward is waiting and it will be reaped in the world to come. What's the Torah's promise in the here and now? That's not the reward. Hashem says, show me your best effort. Show me that you want to live this life that I've given you. The blueprint, the formula for how to be your best self and I will eliminate the obstacles that prevent you from that life. Illness." and poverty, and war, and starvation, and you'll be able to really dedicate yourself. So according to the Rambam, it's not a contradiction. The second paragraph of Shema, Bechukosai, with the notion that there is no reward in this world, the real reward is waiting for us in the world to come. Whatever we're benefiting now is not a reward. It's simply removing and eliminating the impediments so we can serve him even further. Ibn Ezra has a different answer. Which, please, God, will continue with tomorrow night.